Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Comedy Podcast. Welcome to episode 88 of season 4 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. Following its massive success as a comic strip, the character of Archie Andrews was brought to a wider audience with its own radio show, which ran on various networks from 1943 to 1953. It was sponsored by Swift & Company for most of its run, and went through several actors in the title role, several others as Jughead, and Betty was portrayed by Rosemary Rice, Gloria Mann as Veronica, Alice Yorman as Mary Andrews, and Art Cole as Fred Andrews. Known as the show that knocked the Bob Hope's The Pepsodent Show off of the ratings chart, Life with Luigi made its debut on September 21, 1948, on CBS Radio, starring J. Carol Nash as immigrant Luigi Bosco and Alan Reed as fellow immigrant Pasquale. Created by Cy Howard of My Friend Irma fame, the show was a huge hit and later spawned a TV show of the same name, which did not share the radio show's success, running for less than one season in 1952. Others in the radio cast included Jody Gilbert as Rosa, Gil Stratton as Jimmy, and Mary Shipp as Miss Spaulding. Now sit back and enjoy the July 13, 1946 broadcast of Archie Andrews and the December 7, 1948 broadcast of Life with Luigi. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello? Hello, Jughead. This is Archie. Come over right away. It's a matter of life or death. Oh, relax, Archie. Relax. Yes, and you relax too, folks, if you can, because here he is again, right out of the pages of Archie Comics Magazine with all his gang, Archie Andrews! Our story today begins with, well, where does any story begin? A difficult question to answer, but perhaps this story begins with a fly. Yes, an ordinary, pesky, buzzing fly. It seems Mr. Andrews was taking a nap on the front porch one sunny afternoon. And there was this fly. Circling around and around and around until finally it landed right on Mr. Andrews' nose. So, Dad slowly raised his hand and slapped himself right in the nose. At which point, it was the misfortune of another friend of ours to enter the scene, a fellow by the name of Archie. Oh, you gotta love me in the morning. Yes, yes, I love me every night. Cause a good man nowadays is hard to... Hiya, Dad! <laughs> Archie, for gosh sakes! Oh, gee, Dad, did I do something wrong? Archie, can't you see that I'm trying to sleep? Oh, I didn't know that. I just and wanted to... And if there's anything I hate, it's being awakened from a nap. Oh, but Dad, I... Do you care that I work hard all week and now on Saturday want to rest for just a little while? But Dad, you I only come in... You all over the place screaming at the top of your lungs, you... <laughs> Archie, it's high time you were taught some manners. But gosh, Dad, all I do is... I want you to go out into the backyard and stay there. What? You heard me. I I want you to spend the rest of the day in the backyard. Alone. Then maybe you'll be considerate of other people. Oh, but Dad, I... Archie? Yes, Dad? Go ahead. She was okay. What chance has a fella got? Hmm. Oh, you don't do that. 
Fred. Oh, Fred. What now? Fred, I couldn't help overhearing that. Don't you think you're being a little severe with the boy? I most certainly do not. But, Fred, Now, Mary, don't you realize that what I need is peace and quiet? I'm tired. I'm weary. Worn out. But why take it out on Archie? I am not taking anything out on Archie. Why, boys leave home for less reason than that. Leave... Archie? Well, he might. Now, Mary, stop dreaming. You know we'd never be that fortunate. <laughs> Me? Oh, I'm going to sleep. Archie. Hi, Jug. What's the matter? Jughead, I'm despondent, that's what. What what did you do now, Archie? Jug, all I did was walk up to my father and say hello. And you know what he said? Scram. Exactly. He said, Jug, how did you know? That's what my father always says. (laughs) Well, this time, Jug, I've had enough. Yes, sir, I've made up my mind. Gee whiz, what are you going to do? Exactly what my father said. I'm going to go away. That's what. I'm going to go far away. In fact, I may never come back. Well, Jug, what do you say to that? Goodbye. (laughs) Jughead, I want you to come with me. Who, me? Yes, you. We'll go to some island and and live like Robinson Crusoe. Oh, but Archie, I can't... Oh, Archie. Hi, Jug. What you doing, Archie? Making some plans, Betty. Plans to go away. Go away? Yes, Betty, and... Oh, before I go, Betty, the... There's something I want to ask you. Yes, Archie. Betty, would you... Yes, Archie? Well, that is... Could you... Yes? Yes? Gosh, I don't know how to say it. Oh, go on, Archie, go on. Well, Betty? Yes? Would you lend me your thermos bottle? (laughs) Archie Andrews, you're hopeless. But all I want is your... Yes, you can borrow the thermos bottle, but if you want it, come around to the delivery entrance. Goodbye. Well, gee was now what did I say? Jug, I tell you, I'm glad we're going where there won't be any women. In fact, I can't wait till we get there. Archie! Archie Andrews! Of course, there's no sense rushing things. <laughs> gee. Hello, Veronica. Hello, Archie. What you doing? Hmm? Veronica, I have some bad news for you. Really? And I know it'll hurt you, Veronica, but be brave. Yes? Veronica, I'm going away to a lonely island. My goodness. But, Archie, before you go... Yes, Veronica? Stop at my house, Archie. Yes, yes. I'll lend you my portable radio. (laughs) Well, i got to run now. Bye, Archie. Bye, Jug. Gee whiz. Jug, I tell you, the more I see of women, the less I understand them. I tell you, I'm glad we're going to live like Robinson Crusoe. Yeah, but he never had thermos bottles and portable radios. Well, yes, but there's no sense overdoing it, you know. Oh, uh, uh, did you want to see me? Uh, Yes, Andrews, I did. Uh, Beagle is my name. J.P. Beagle of the law firm of Beagle, 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 and Beagle. Uh, uh, Uh... I'm very glad to know you, sir. Well, I might as well get right down to business, Mr. Andrews. Yes, by all means. Now, it is my unpleasant duty to inform you that your uncle, Ezekiel Q. Andrews, recently passed away and uh, left a sizable will. Well, that's wonderful. I, uh, I, I, I mean, he, he did? Oh, poor, poor old Uncle Zeke. Well, that's right. Now, <clears throat> I gather your uncle was somewhat eccentric. Oh, he was as batty as a... Uh, well, yes, yes, he was... A little eccentric. Uh, at any rate, he left a rather strange will. Oh, really? Yes, very strange. In fact, uh, nobody gets anything. What? That's right. Your uncle made all his money with a chain of cafeterias. Uh, yes, I know. And in death, as in life, he wants people to help themselves. I, uh, I, I don't understand. It's simple. Your uncle left a list of eligible heirs. These heirs can have whatever they want of his property. They have one choice each. All they have to do is turn up on his property and claim what they want. The money, the mansion, the jewels, or whatever. Oh. 
<laughs> I, I, I see. Uh, first come, first serve. But all claims must be made by 10 o'clock tonight. Tonight? Now, that's the deadline. After that, all unclaimed property goes to the Australian Foundation to provide pogo sticks for tired kangaroos. <clears throat> Is that clear? Uh, uh, cl clear. Oh, oh, yes, 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 it, it's uh, clear. Yeah. Uh, very well. Uh, Good day. Oh, uh, just a minute, uh, Mr. Beagle. I might as well go along with you and make my claim right now. Oh, uh, that uh, reminds me. There's one thing I forgot to tell you. Oh, yes? <laughs> Your uncle... Uh, Disinherited you. Well, that, was, that was nice of the old fella to uh, d disinherited me. But, but he couldn't. I, I mean, he wouldn't. I mean, he, he, he did, has no uh, right. Uh, however, he did include your son in the list of eligible heirs. Archie. That's right. So if your son appears on the Andrews estate by 10 o'clock tonight, uh, he may claim whatever he wants. Oh, well, well in that case, everything's all right. I'll, I'll uh, call my son and be down there in five minutes. <laughs> Five years, Archie. Five years? Sure. Or maybe we'll stay here for ten years. I like this island. Lots of peace and quiet. But ten years is a long time. Well, what's the matter, Jug? Don't you like our new home? Well, the rent is low enough, and it's a quiet neighborhood, all right. But don't you think there's too much coarse ventilation? Jug, don't be silly. I see no reason why we can't stay here forever. I do. What? We forgot the food. Well, what difference does that make, Jug? We can always... The food! Jughead, I told you to take the box of sandwiches. I forgot. Oh, well, never mind. As a matter of fact, Jug, I'm glad we forgot the food. Glad? Why? Because it gives us a chance to prove to ourselves that we're self-sufficient. Prove it to our egos. Archie, I'd much rather prove it to our stomachs. Now, 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 now Mary, the, the, the main thing is not to let this thing upset us. Not to let it upset us. After all, uh, people inherit things all the time. Yes, dear. Uh, Fred, would you like vegetable soup for dinner tonight? And, and we, we, we have to remember that, after all, I, I was the first one notified by the lawyer. Yes, dear. Or would you prefer cream of mushroom soup? Archie, we'll be home any minute now, and we, we'll just go down and make our soup. Uh, claim. Yes, dear. Well, uh, maybe vegetable soup would be best. Yes, the, 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 the main thing to do is to, just to keep calm about this, Mary. I, I, I know it's difficult here. I, I know it's a strain, but, but, but try, dear. Just, just try. Perhaps chicken soup. Chicken soup. Mary, how can you talk about soup at a time like this? Fred, for pity's sake, what are you so nervous about? Me? Nervous? I'm not nervous, Mary, but why doesn't that boy get here? Well, he'll probably be home any minute, dear. Yes, yes, he'll be. Just a little, let's be patient. The main thing is it's to keep calm. Keep well, calm. Fred, where are you going? To find that boy, Mary, if I have to turn over every stone in Riverdale. <laughs> Yet, Archie. Be patient, Jug. I'll catch a fish any minute now. Yes, sir. This is the life. Just sit here and catch our supper. Oh, can't you see it, Jug? Two juicy lake trout simmered to a crisp golden brown. So fresh, they'll melt in your mouth. Mmm. Boy, how I love fresh lake trout. Archie, right now I'd sell for a stale goldfish. Jug, don't be so silly. Don't you realize that nature is bountiful? Why, we're living just like our forefathers did. Yeah, and they're dead. <laughs> Jug, will you stop being funny? I'm bound to catch a... Jug, 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 I think I got something. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I got one. I got one. Look at that rod bend. Hang on to it, Archie. Yeah, yeah, I am. Weighs a ton. Keep reeling, Archie, keep reeling. Well, I am. I hope that rod doesn't break. Where's it? Feels like a whale. Don't think I couldn't eat one. <laughs> Here it comes, Jug. Here it... Here it comes. Gee whiz. How do you like that? An old tire. Yeah. And not even Robertson Crusoe would eat that. Why, Betty, what brings you over here? Oh, nothing special, Veronica. I just don't have anything to do. Mm, neither do I. I'm glad you came over. Did you hear about Archie? Mm, yes, I did. In fact, he borrowed my portable radio before he left. 
Gee, said he was going to stay away a long time. Uh-huh. But personally, Betty, I don't really care. Neither do I. Sometimes Archie makes an awful nuisance of himself. Yes, he does. In fact, it's refreshing not to have the boys around for a change. I was just thinking the same thing. Well, I'm sure we can find many interesting things to do without them. Of course we can. Well, there's any number. Oh, my goodness. What is it? This package on the table. Archie must have left it here. What? Oh, it's the sandwiches. The boys forgot the food. Really? Veronica, I've got an idea. Yes? Let's go over to the island and take it to them. Oh, Betty, that's a wonderful idea. Hello? Mary, this is Brad. Oh, where are you, dear? Downtown. Has Archie come home yet? No. Haven't you found him? Found him? Mary, I think that boy has vanished from the face of the earth. Oh, Fred, go over to some of his friends' houses. Jughead or Betty or Veronica. Ask them. They're bound to know where he is. Mary, I already tried that. I can't even find his friend. Really? Well, um, maybe they went to the movies. There's a murder mystery playing. Oh, now, Mary, how can I find anyone in a movie? Remember the inheritance, dear. Yes, but I... I oh, all right, Mary, I'll look at the movie. I'm in a good mood for murder anyway. <laughs> Archie, let's go home. Yeah, maybe you're right, Jug. We can start our outdoor life tomorrow. Oh, we better hurry up before it rains. Archie, I think our outdoor life starts right now. Why? Well, while you were catching old tires, our rowboat sort of drifted off. Sort of. I'm just looking for myself. Oh, you weren't talking to me. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Um, you know, darling. Archie. Sometimes I feel Archie. Like... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking for myself. I'm sorry. I'm only looking for my son. Oh, I'm terribly sorry that your foot is so dark in here. I can't... Hey, what's going on here? I'm, I'm, I'm looking for my son. Oh, where'd you lose him? While he was right under the... No, no, I didn't lose him. I, I... Cut out the noise. I'll have to throw you out. Yes. Uh, uh, no, yes, sir. I, I, uh, I'm terribly sorry. I'll be very quiet. Oh, see that you do. Uh, yes, sir. I'll be quiet. Luck at all, Fred. Mary Houdini in his prime couldn't have disappeared more completely than that boy has. Oh, but Fred, it's getting late. We'll lose our claim on the will. Well, don't worry, dear. I'm going to take desperate action. Well, what are you going to do? I'm going right down to the local radio station and try to get them to broadcast a plea for Archie to come home. Uh-huh. And Mary, if that doesn't do it, nothing will. <laughs> Archie. Yeah? Raining, isn't it? Jughead. For gosh sake, kid, snap out of it. But I just Take said... it easy, old man. I only said I that... know how the jungle gets under your skin. I know how the sound of the tom-toms drives men mad. But Jughead... Jughead, old man. Remember, England. Remember it? I've never even been there. Don't cast civilization aside, Jug. The rainy season will soon end. The tropical suns will shine again. Archie, do you have malaria? It's not easy. I know it's not easy. Spending all this time on this island, never seeing another white man, never. What do I look like? <laughs> I mean someone from the outside world. Well, you wanted peace and quiet. Yeah, but this is going too far. Well, we could turn on the radio. Gee was that's a good idea, Jug. Yeah, turn the radio on. Okay. 
Boy, I'm sure glad you thought of that, Jug. That's just the thing to cheer us up. Yes, sir, a radio is sure a wonderful invention. No matter where you are, it brings entertainment and relaxation right to your side. We it interrupt get... our regular schedule to bring you a special broadcast. This afternoon, a boy by the name of Archie Andrews disappeared from this city. And all the latest news. <gasps> what? Gee whiz. A complete search has failed to disclose his whereabouts. Well, gee whiz, they're looking for me. May we urge any listeners who know the whereabouts of Archie Andrews to communicate with this station. When last seen... He was wearing gray trousers, a green sweater, and a silly grin. That's you, all right. But she whiz. I'm not missing. I'm right here, right and here. now, in the event that the boy himself may be listening to a radio somewhere, we present his father, Fred Andrews, with a special stirring message to his son. Thank you. If my dear boy is anywhere within the range of my voice, I would like to say this to him. Archie, if you know what's good for you, get home in a hurry. Get home in a hurry? But how? I don't care how you do it. If need be, call a taxi. <laughs> oh, sure. Judge, see if there's a taxi out on the lake, huh? But I repeat, Archie, it is urgent you return home at once. I think you understand. Thank you, Fred Andrews. We return now to... Understand? I'll say I understand. There ought to be a law against radios on desert islands. Well, Mary, we might as well face it. The inheritance is gone. And Archie will be home whenever he gets good and ready. Wherever he is. Oh, dear. What a shame. Yes, it is a shame. Money, riches, luxury. Who knows what we might have had. God. All God. <sighs> I... Oh, now what? Andrews, we want to see you. I... <laughs> Hello, Lodge. Mr. Cooper, Mr. Jones, it uh, was nice of you to drop in, but I'm in a little trouble, and I'd... I'll say you're in trouble, Andrews. We just heard your broadcast. Oh, did you? Well, (laughs) I've been on the air before, you know, so naturally I didn't have any... where is my daughter? Your daughter? Why, she's proud of... What? Your daughter? Yes, and Jughead and Betty. Oh, Oh, Jughead. Uh, Betty, oh, now, 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 look, how should I know? I, I, I have trouble enough finding Archie. I don't know where Jughead is. Oh, Adam is Betty, that but... so, Andrews? Well, you listen to me. That boy of yours is a menace to this town. Oh, yes, I, 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 I was a little worried agree. about where those kids were, but since I heard your broadcast, I know Archie is at the bottom of all this. Oh, no, 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 no just a minute. I mean, what can I do about and let the bar- me tell you this. If you don't get these kids back home quickly... And safely, I'll have the law on you. <laughs> the law? The law? Yes, there is a law against kidnapping, oh, you know. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Look, look, Lodge, and, and, the, and the rest of you, you, you can take my word for it. Jug may be with Archie, but I'm positive they haven't even seen Betty and Veronica. <laughs> something moving out there. Gee whiz. Quick, get your gun. Archie, I don't have a gun, and you know it. Well, I can dream, can't I? (laughs) Gee whiz, there it is again. Archie, do something. Don't worry, Jugger. I'll handle this. Just leave it to me. I'm not afraid. I'm not scared at all. It's probably just a squirrel anyway. (laughs) Hello? Hello? See, I told you it was just a squirrel. For a squirrel. For a squirrel, that sure sounds like Veronica. Well, all squirrels sound like... Huh? <laughs> Veronica, is that you? Is that you, Archie? Veronica, for gosh sake, where did you come from? Oh, we've been here for hours. And Betty. She whiz. Oh, boy, am I glad to see you kids. Oh, we're glad to see you too, Archie. Yes, it was awfully scared out there in the woods. Well, don't you worry for a minute. Everything's okay now. Everything is fine. It is? Sure, Jug. Don't you realize we're rescued? 
You came over in a boat, didn't you, Veronica? Yes, we did, but... Well, then we can go home right now. Oh, boy, will I be glad to get... Archie. Yes, Veronica? Archie, we have a boat. Yes. But we lost both our oars. All right, Andrews, what are you going to do? No, 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 careful, careful, please. I'm I'm sure we can settle all this peaceably. Go ahead, Andrews. We're listening. Uh, You're listening, yes. Well, 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 now, all all we have to do is... uh, Yes? Well, what we we could do is is we could uh, <laughs> no, that wouldn't be so good, would it? <clears throat> now, just a minute, Lodge. I'll have it in just a minute. What we should do is we should all organize, and we could all go out and uh... <laughs> that wouldn't be so good either. Andrews. In just 30 seconds, I'm going down to the police station. Oh, no, the police... And... Uh, 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 pardon me. Hello? What? The row, row, row your boat company? Now, now look, no, I, I, I don't want any boats. I, I, I... What's that? He did. My son rented a boat. When? Uh, and he hasn't returned it. Well, well look, I... Uh, yeah, 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 don't worry. I'll, I'll pay for it. But, but just tell me one thing. Did he say where he was going? Ah, mister, that's all I wanted to know. I'll be right there. Has anything happened, Archie? Lodge, that I don't know, but I can say this. Something is certainly going to. We better think of something, Archie. Yeah, we can't stay here. My father's going to be awful angry. Young man, that is an understatement, if I ever heard one. Gee whiz, Dad, is that you? Gee whiz. Well, what are you doing here? Archie, before you go any further, I want to tell you that I intend asking all the questions. I thought of some nice ones while I rode across here in the rain. But, Dad, we were just coming home in Veronica's boat and... Veronica? Oh, Veronica and Betty here? Oh, yes, Mr. Andrews, we're here. Archie, I'm hello going there. to have something... I, uh, who, who was that? Uh, hello there. She was more company. For a deserted island, this sure resembles Grand Central Station. Do you people know you're trespassing? Oh, oh, Mr. Beagle, is that you? Andrews, well, I, uh, see you made it. Uh, made it, made, made what? Don't you know? Oh, not Beagle, this is... No time for riddles. You mean to say you don't know that this island is the property of the late Ezekiel Andrews? What? You mean we're on Uncle Zeke's property? You certainly are. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Mr. Beagle, what time is it? 9.59, Mr. Andrews. In just one minute, all this property will belong to the Australian Foundation. Oh, for... no, it won't be. This is my son, Archie. Uh, hello. And since he's one of the eligible claimants, he claims this island as his property. Don't you, Archie? Dad, if I never see this island Archie, again, it'll be... Archie, for gosh sakes, say yes. We haven't got time now. Yes, I claim this island. Ah, there. Well, Andrews, I, uh, I mean, this is a little uh, irregular. Oh, no, the will says the claimants must appear on the estate before 10 o'clock and make their claim in person. And uh, we did, didn't we? Uh, well, yes, yes, I, I guess you did. Yeah. Uh, All right, Andrews, uh, you now own Green Island as your share of your uncle's will. <laughs> Green Island, yes, sir. Well, it's not what I had in mind, but it's better than nothing. (laughs) Make a wonderful summer place for one thing. Yes, sir, fine summer place. Eh, Archie? (laughs) Then, then you're not angry, Dad? Angry, son, why? What is there to be angry about? (laughs) Oh, uh, by the way, Mr. Beagle. Uh, Yes? Just, uh, how did you get over here anyway? I thought I took the last boat at the dock. Boat? Uh, Boat? Why, Why, don't be silly, Andrews. I... Walked across the bridge on the other side of the island. I... What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? Fred, I said wake up, dear. Wake up. You've been asleep for two hours. (coughs) Yeah? Sleeping? You, you, You mean I... That it was all a... It never... It never oh, oh. <laughs> yes, dear, you've had a wonderful nap. Oh, Mary. The next time I fall asleep and take a wonderful nap. Will you do me a favor? Yes. Wake me up.
another chapter of The Adventures of Archie Andrews, written by Carl Jampel and based on the copyrighted feature appearing in Archie Comics magazine. Archie is played by Bob Hastings, Jughead by Harlan Stone. Others in the cast include Alice Ehrman, Ian Martin, Gloria Mann, and Rosemary Rice. Felix McGuire at the organ. Production was under the direction of Charles Urquhart. And now back to Archie. You know, Dad, it was a peculiar coincidence you are dreaming about Uncle Zeke this afternoon. Oh, was it? Well, yeah, we just got a letter from Uncle Zeke today. Oh, really? What does he say? Oh, just that he's broke again and wants you to send him ten bucks. Listen next week for more of the merry adventures of Archie Andrews. If you'd like to see our show, just write to Archie Andrews, NBC Radio City 20, New York City. Let me give you that address again. Write to Archie Andrews, NBC Radio City 20, New York City. Or if you live nearby and are in the neighborhood some Saturday morning, you may obtain tickets right at the studio. Just ask to see Archie Andrews. And now this is Bob Sherry wishing you a very pleasant weekend. So long! This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. From Chicago, we invite you to enjoy life. Life with Luigi, a new comedy show created by Cy Howard and starring J. Carol Nash with Alan Reed. A year ago, when Luigi Basco left Italy to start his new life in America, he promised his mother that he would write her and tell her about his adventures. So now we look over Luigi's shoulder as he writes another letter to Mama Basco in Italy. Dear Mamma Mia, yesterday I find out that Italian boys very popular in America. All over, in the magazines, in the newspapers, on signs, is a picture of two beautiful American girls, both the crazy over same Italian boy. On the bottom it say, which twin has a Tony? <laughs> but in America, Mamma Mia, everything is big. In all the country, when a fella has a cold, is it just a plain cold? But in America, fella catches a cold in all directions. So he takes a four-way cold tablet. <laughs> Our countryman Pasquale, who bring me here and has spaghetti palace next to my antique store, he's now giving his fat daughter Rosa reducing pills. Last week, she said, take so many reducing pills, she gained six pounds. <laughs> Mamma mia, you should see her. She is the only girl who can be in two places at the same time. <laughs> but don't worry, I'm still a single, and my business is all right. This afternoon, when Jimmy O'Connor, my 12-year-old general manager, come home from school, he say... Hello, boss. Hello, Jimmy. How was school today? Not so hard. Is there no steam heat in school, Jimmy? It's got nothing to do with that, boss. It's just an expression. What it means, not so hot, Jimmy? Well, it means, um, crummy. Crummy? <laughs> What that mean? Crummy means not so hot. Oh, why you don't say so? Why you don't say so in the first place? Uh, we better skip it, boss. Not the so hot. Crummy. Skip it. Jimmy, sometimes I think there's two kinds of English in America. <laughs> kind you learn in day school and kind they teach me in a night school. What's doing around the store, Mr. Luigi? Did we get any mail? Sure. This morning a postman bring me six pounds of mail. Six pounds? Three letters and a catalog from Scissor Oak <laughs> He's a fine writer. Did you get any checks in those letters, boss? Checks? So who's he going to send us checks? Doesn't anybody owe us money? Is other way around. Do we owe anybody money? <laughs> Jimmy, sit down. We answer letters. Okay, boss. Here's the first letter. From Kern Silver Company. Read it, Jimmy. 
Uh, dear Mr. Basco, with regard to your order of November 3rd, we cannot send you the candlesticks you ordered until you send us the money you owe us. Oh. We will send you the candlesticks when you send us the money. Uh-huh. Well, what should I answer, boss? Say, please, the cancel order is impossible for me to wait that long. <laughs> Our next letter, Jimmy. Well, this one isn't important, boss. It's only a circular from Frank Hoover and Son. Only? Jimmy, Hoover is important fella. Washington is the father of a country. Hoover is the father of a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> but, Mr. Luigi, this Hoover wants to buy a two-volume encyclopedia for only $16. Write them as soon as I get $8, I send them for first book. But, boss, what good will one book do you? Then I'll be the smartest fella in Chicago from letter A to letter M. <laughs> Okay. And the sign it, Luigi Pasco and the Jimmy. Why the Jimmy, boss? Mr. Hoover signs as a letter, Frank Hoover and his son. So I sign Luigi Pasco and a Jimmy. You're just like a son to me. Thanks, boss. But where do you expect to get that $8? Don't worry, Jimmy. Soon we're going to have money. See this other letter? What about it? It's from my cousin Salvador, who has antique store in Boston. Remember lady who ordered Admiral Perry mirror from me? Mrs. Ditson. She's been coming here every day. Soon we get the mirror, Jimmy, and we make a $200 profit. How do you figure $200? You're paying Salvador $200 for the mirror, and Mrs. Ditson's going to give you $300. That's only a $100 profit. Oh, no, Jimmy. I explain. When a lady pays me $300 and I pay $200, that's a $100 profit, which is $100 I don't expect. So? So, $100 I get, and $100 I don't expect, that's a $200 profit. <laughs> Boss, that's not good arithmetic. It's a what? Not good arithmetic. Maybe not, but I make more money that way. <laughs> but, Mr. Luigi, what does Salvador say about the mirror? I read your letter. Dear Cousin Luigi, last letter you send to me is to come here without a stamp, and I must pay letter carrier three cents. If you're reading this letter now, then we're even. <laughs> uh, boss, get to the part about the mirror. Don't be impatient, Jimmy. Here's the more. Last week, my papa, who is 80 years old and he's not feeling too good, so doctor tells him he must smoke only one cigar a day. Papa does this, and now he's a feel worse because he never smoked a cigar before in his life. But, <laughs> when is the Admiral Perry Mirror coming? Wait. Cousin Luigi, I'm sorry, but not surprised to hear about your troubles with the Pasquale. When I come to this country, Pasquale, he also tried to make me marry his larger daughter, Rosa. He promised me he'd make the biggest wedding in the history of Chicago. That's why I'm living in Boston. The mirror, boss, the mirror. Cousin Luigi, I'm very fond of you, and this year, I'm sending you Christmas presents. But, boss... Is the next, Jimmy. Admiral Perry Mirror is on the way. Cousin Luigi, your papa was my uncle. My papa was your uncle. You honest fella. And I trust you with my life, so Mira is coming to you COD. Hmm, <laughs> well, that's good. What's good about it? COD means collect on delivery. That's right, so I collect the mirror on delivery. Uh, you don't understand, boss. When the expressman delivers the mirror, you'll have to pay him $200 cash. Expressman? I don't owe expressman money. I owe Salvador money. Well, that's the way it works, though. You pay the expressman, and the company pays Salvador. You mean Salvador trusts express company more than he trusts his own cousin? <laughs> Looks that way. That's the Salvador. I'm so angry with him. I'm going to move him down from a first cousin to a second cousin. <laughs> What's more important is where are you going to get the $200? I don't know. First, I better call up express company and find out when they bring Admiral Perry Miller. Okay. Salvador, it is a fine Christmas present. But I get the $200 to pay for the mirror. Maybe when Express the Manor gave him his COD, I give him IOU. <laughs> Hello, Miss Hello, Mrs. Dixon. I'm glad to see you. Mr. Basco, has my Admiral Perry mirror come in yet? Well, you see... I, I can't understand it. It's only coming from Boston. Why should it take so long to get here? Business is slow. <laughs> now, I've been very patient about this. It's been a month since I gave you a $50 deposit, and I don't have the mirror. Lady, I don't have the $50. I give it to Pasquale for the rent. Mr. Basco, really? 
How can you run a business that way? I don't know. It's very hard. <laughs> Please, Mrs. Dixon. It's nothing to worry about. Cousin Salvador. Hey, oh, hello, Mrs. Dixon. Hello, young man. What did express some, uh, people say to me? Oh, they're going to deliver the Admiral Perry mirror this, uh, today. Today? That's wonderful. See, Mrs. Dixon, I thought it's nothing to worry about. They said it would be here no later than 5 o'clock. It's on the truck. You see, Mrs. Dixon? <laughs> it's a funny country. When Admiral comes by truck instead of boat. <laughs> it's about time. I'll be back at 5, Mr. Basco. Goodbye. A lady? Yes? Maybe you like to pay for mirror now? Oh, that's ridiculous. I'll pay you when I get the mirror, not before. But if you're giving me $250 now, then Mrs. Dixon, you're absolutely sure to get the mirror. Look, Mr. Basco, I've already given you a $50 deposit. Maybe you'd like to give me five or more $50 deposit. I should say not. If that mirror isn't here by five o'clock sharp, then I'll thank you to return my $50. You're welcome, lady. That was a good try, boy. Jimmy, you know something? What? Things is not so hot. <laughs> National Express. Luigi Basco. I'm going to read you back, sir. Yeah. Well, I got a box for you. Jimmy, must be Admiral Perry in a box. If there's an admiral in there, he must be a midget. Thank you very much. Goodbye. No, not so fast. C-O-D. It's a little matter of $200. If it's so little, then don't worry. Look, mister, all I know is I've got to get $200 or the box goes back on the truck. Please, Mr. Expressman, wait for five minutes. Sit down. Here. Read the Sears robot catalog. Where are you going, boy? I go see Pasquale. Luigi, my friend. Hello, Luigi. Hello, hello. Hello, Pasquale. What's the matter, Luigi? You look a little nervous. I'm not nervous. Uh, I'm worried. Danny, you're coming to the right of the party. Anytime you've got worries, my little man, or you're coming to see Pasquale. Pasquale, then you do me a favor. Anything, huh? Luigi. You want something, you ask for it. I'm living only to make you happy. Then, then Pasquale... Anything, I... Luigi. My house is to your home. My bread is your food. My daughter Rosa, she's your wife. She's an actor, my wife. <laughs> I'm just thinking out loud. Pasquale, I'm not coming over to talk about Rosa. I'm coming over to talk about me. All right, fine. We talk about you. How would you like to marry Rosa? How did we get back to Rosa so quick? <laughs> it wasn't easy. <laughs> All right, Pasquale, then we'll talk about Rosa. Fine, I'm listening with my ears wide open. How would Rosa's father like to lend me $200? My ears, they just suddenly close up. <laughs> Please, Pasquale, I must have a $200 right away. What the for you need $200? For Admiral Perry. What's the matter, he loses a job? No, Admiral Perry, he's dead. Then what for he needs a $200? I explain. $200... Is to pay for mirror. Luigi, you crazy shaver like everybody else with a ten cents a mirror. <laughs> is, is it not the mirror for shaving? It's antique. I just get from Cousin Salvador. Stop! Who... Don't mention his name. I don't like a fella who refuses to marry Rosa. You're gonna go through life for not liking a lot of fellas, Pasquale. <laughs> Luigi, what's your cousin Salvatore got to do with a mirror? It's a business. Salvador sends me a picture of Admiral Perry Mirror and... I what was... the kind of a picture is this? You know, understand antique business. Sometime one dealer, he sends another dealer a picture of antique instead of antique. That's fine. Next time, a fellas are coming to my restaurant, he orders a spaghetti and a meatball, I'm going to serve him a smaller snapper shot on a plate. Is <laughs> <laughs> it like this, Pasquale? Lady, Mrs. Dixon, she sees a picture of a mirror, she give me $50 deposit. Cousin Salvador is sending me mirror, expressman to bring a mirror COD. So I need a $200. You understand, Pasquale? Sure, Luigi. I understand. All except the one thing. What's that, Pasquale? Where are you going to get the $200? <laughs> That's why I come here, Pasquale. Goodbye, Luigi. 
Please, Pasquale, express manners away. I don't give you $200. I suppose you don't sell it a mirror. Then I'm stuck. But, Pasquale, lady is coming 5 o'clock. She's going to give me $250 more. You mean she's to pay $300 for what you pay $200? That's right, Pasquale. I pay you rent with a $50 deposit. Now I make another $50. You make $100 a profit. Sure. See, I'm a good businessman. You're lending me $200 now? Luigi, I'm thinking you see the little wheels are going around in my head? I'm a dizzy watching. <laughs> All right. I lend you the money on a one condition. Please, Pasquale, don't bring a Rosa up again. Who's it talking about a Rosa? I'm talking a strictly business between the two friends, the two countries. I've decided to lend you the money on a 50-50 deal. What do you mean a 50-50 deal? Well, you make a $50 profit that we split. 40 for you. For me and ten for you. But, Pasquale, that's not a 50-50. Luigi, how much is a 40 and a 10? 50. And how much is a 10 and a 40? 50. So it's a 50-50. <laughs> okay. Okay, Pasquale. Express man is waiting. Here is your $200, my little partner. And remember, I charge only the same interest as the bank. Six percent. That's right. Only bank charges six percent a year, and you charge you six percent a minute. <laughs> America, I love you. You like a papa to me. From ocean to ocean. Well, Mr. Expressman, I come. Here's your two hundred dollars. Oh, boss, that's great. Here's your receipt, Mr. Bass. Thank you. Jimmy, give me a screwdriver. I'll Here you are, box. boss. There's a lot of sawdust, Jimmy. Now I pull out the mirror. Take it easy. Jimmy! Oh, boss, the mirror! Mamma mia! Me, Pasquale, and Admiral Perry, we all the broke! Ladies and gentlemen... In the last two days, two young entertainers have gotten their big break in show business on Don Amici's new CBS afternoon show, Your Lucky Strike. Every afternoon, Monday through Friday, from now on, Don will be here on CBS, introducing three or four promising young performers, singers, actors, and comedians each day. After you've listened to them, Don will phone three CBS listeners daily, asking you to vote on which entertainer gets the big break. Listen tomorrow and every weekday, Monday through Friday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to Your Lucky Strike, starring Don Amici over most of these same CBS network stations. And now for the second act of Luigi Basco's Adventures in Chicago, we turn to page two of his letter to his mother in Italy. And so, Mamma Mia, mirror is broken. And I pay $200 to see Admiral Perry loses the first battle. If he sees what happened to mirror, Admiral Perry goes right out and sinks Express Company. But Jimmy, he tells me to go to Express Company and maybe I get back my $200. So I go. And Mamma Mia, they ask me so many questions. And they send me to so many different people. Mr. Basco, was the damaged article a dead animal, bird, or thief? Was a broken mirror. Mr. Basco, was the damaged article spoiled meat, eggs, or poultry? Was a broken mirror. Mr. Basco, was the damaged article a flower, fruit, or vegetable? Was a broken mirror. Mr. Basco, was the damaged article a broken mirror? If I say yes, do I get the money? First, how was it packed? Fiber box, wooden box, crate, corrugated, burlap, barrel, bale, hamper. Please, Mr. Bosco, stop me. Please, keep talking. I'm learning new words. <laughs> Are you familiar with the word triplicate? What this means? I'm going to make three copies of this report. One goes to the main office, the second goes to Boston, and the third goes to Mr. Fitch. What does Mr. Fitch does with his copy? He sends it to Mr. Hubble. And Mr. Hubble? He sends it to the claims clerk. Who's the claim clerk? Me. That's so good. <laughs> That's a good. You nice fella. You give me the money now. I go home. Oh, just a minute, Mr. Bosco. What a please. I must have a $200 by 5 o'clock. Today? Sure. You see, Pasquale, he loaned me $200. Yes, yes, Mr. Bosco. You'll get your money, but not without a certain amount of red tape. I'm in a hurry. I take a money without tape. Hey, 
Patience, Mr. Bosco, patience. There are just these two forms, the exception report and the joint inspection report. Mamma mia, I fill out the report the one you give me the money. These things take time, but rest assured, Mr. Bosco, National Express will make good your claim. Are you sure? Certainly. The National Express Company has never yet failed to pay an honest claim. We're as solid as the Rock of Gibraltar, and you know the Rock of Gibraltar. If I don't pay Pasquale his money by five o'clock, then he's going to make me marry the Rock of Gibraltar. <laughs> Hello, Luigi, my little 50-50 partner. How's our little business deal coming along? Pasquale, you said that already. What's the matter with you, Luigi? You're shaking like a little puppy in a rain. It's a bad news, Pasquale. What's the bad news? In a 15 minutes, it's a 5 o'clock. Lady comes into your store and I pay you $250. You give me $240, you keep it a rest for yourself. What's so bad a news about that, eh? Pasquale... The mirror is a broken. Well, that's I. What do you say? Please, Pasquale, I'm a shaking like a little puppy in the rain. Then I'm a dog a catcher. <laughs> who is the busting that the mirror? I don't know. Then give me back my two hundred dollars. I know, God. Then who got Express Company? Go back to Express Company. Come on, just to come back. Go back again. Company say they pay. When? After they file me in a triplicate. <laughs> Pasquale, please. Luigi. I don't want to get excited. I'm a trying to be calm. Give me my money! Pasquale, I know got. Get! Well, lend it from somebody. I don't know anybody. Pasquale, you're my only friend. Any fellow who's a friend of yours, he's an old friend of mine. <laughs> I hate him myself. Pasquale. Pasquale, please. I pay you back your $200. I, I save the money from antique business. Uh -huh. I... It's a no more antique business. Huh? I'm going to break it down at the wall between your store and my store, and I'm going to make one of big spaghetti palace. Oh. And what's going to happen to my antique? Every Tuesday, we have antique tonight. One antique free with a two and a half dollars of dinner. What's going on? But then what I do? Don't worry, Luigi. I got a big plan for you. You're going to work for me. I'm going to buy you a brand new second-hand tuxedo. Also white shirt and a nice little shoestring tie. And are you going to be my French head waiter? But I'm not the French. I changed your name from Luigi to Pierre. <laughs> You're going to stand in the door and Rosa, she's going to sit at the cash register and keep one eye on you and one eye on the money. Is this your last word, Pasquale? That's my final sentence. And this, I don't take your word for it. You sign a note. What kind of note? Promissory note. What for? If you don't pay me my money by five o'clock, then you promise to marry Rosa. What do you say, my son? Okay, okay, Papa, I sign. <laughs> All day, boss. What time it is it, Jimmy? Uh, three minutes to five. We spend the last three minutes together, Jimmy. Huh? What are you talking about? When a clock strikes at five. Is it good to buy antique store? Hello, Rosa. Didn't the express company give you back the money? By the time they pay me, I'm going to be a head waiter by name of Pierre. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Vasco. Hello, Mr. Ditson. It's five o'clock. Do you have my mirror? Oh, it's a long story, Mr. Ditson. You see, never I Never mind, never me. mind. Just return my $50, please. But I don't have the $50. Hello, Luigi, my friend. Hello, hello. Hello, Pasquale. Five o'clock on the dot. Pasquale, here's, a, here's a Mr. Ditson. Mrs. Ditson, it's really nice to meet you. Why? <laughs> Why? Because of your hard luck is making my pleasure possible. It's the happiest moment of my life. Sorry, I'm not going to say the same. I'd like my deposit, Mr. Vasco. I'm going to give you the $50, Mrs. Dixon, and I'm going to give you, Luigi, a little sunshine. Rosa. Looks like a big storm and not a sunshine. <laughs> Rosa! 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 You called me, Papa! <laughs> 
Say hello to Luigi. <laughs> hello, Luigi. Hello, Russia. <laughs> Mrs. Edison, it's given me great pleasure to present the future Mrs. Abasco. <laughs> I'm glad you accept the roast, so now it's everything is settled. Shake your hands with a Luigi. Another package for you, Mr. Bersko. For me? Where it's from? Same place as the last one, Boston. I don't pay the day for any more broken things. Come here. Huh? See? Huh? You take the $200 from me for broken a mirror. That? Sure. Look, a hundred, a little silver pieces. Those are Christmas decorations. That must be the mirror in the box I just brought in. And the cousin Salvador put the COD on the wrong package. Hey, he said he was sending you a present. Jimmy, bring him a screwdriver. Here you are, boss. Mamma mia. Mamma mia, I hope. Look, is that one of Perry mirror, Mrs. Dixon? Oh, it's beautiful. Now you know why I wanted it so bad. It's only yours, Mr. Dixon. Oh, thank you, Mr. Basco. Now, the, here's your money. Thank you. Pasquale, here's your money. But Luigi, my friend. Now I, I tear up my promissory note, sir. Goodbye, Rose. Sh- uh, should I say goodbye, Papa? Goodbye, Pasquale. Hey, what do you mean, a goodbye, Luigi? Sure. You're going to tear down an antique store and make one of the biggest spaghetti palace, you know? No, Luigi. I've been thinking if you can sell one mirror and make a hundred dollars of profit... Yes, Pasquale? I'm going to tear down a spaghetti palace and make one of the big antique store. Mamma Mamma mia, everything will work out fine. Lady pay for mirror. Pasquale make money and he give me part of it. Pasquale say he gonna give me Rosa for Christmas. <laughs> but I don't worry. She wants to fit under my tree. <laughs> Next week, I think I go in a record place and I make a little record of letter and I send you. Listen carefully to my voice. This way, you learn a perfect English pronunciation. <laughs> In a little while, Mamma Mia, you'll speak as good as me. Also, is a one more away here to learn English language. So next week, I send you alphabet soup so you have a good soup and learn alphabet at the same time. <laughs> when you learn a few words good, make up a sentence and write it a couple of times. I make up one for myself, and is now my favorite. It's only a few words, but they mean a lot. Goes like this. Luigi Basco is very, very glad to be in America. Yes, your loving son, Luigi. <laughs> Be sure to listen next week at this time over most of these stations when Luigi Basco writes another letter to Mama Basco describing his adventures in America. Life with Luigi is a Cy Howard production and is written by High Craft and Cy Howard and stars J. Carol Nash as Luigi Basco with Alan Reed as Pasquale. Music is under the direction of Wilbur Hatch. Friends, friends, have you given your donation to the Red Feather Campaign yet? Remember, the community chest helps everyone. With the goal of $7,550,000 for the nation to adequately supply each organization belonging to the community chest, it's the duty of every citizen to contribute generously. Remember, instead of numerous fundraising campaigns, your one contribution to the community chest covers them all thus eliminating the nuisance of continual contributions. So, when you are asked to give to the Red Feather Campaign this year, give enough. 
Everybody gives, everybody benefits. And as a final reminder, your one yearly donation must cover a period of 12 months. So take time enough to give enough to the Community Chess Red Feather Campaign. Be sure to tune in next time, my friends, for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks for 